Elsa Foy, who's uh, across me, a local broom lady, Yarrow through and through, very much uh, grew up in broom. It was always her playground and always has been a part of uh, the the Shire landscape for as long as I can remember and still out there door knocking and hoping to get your vote for next Saturday. If you're getting in early, you can uh, do that at the Shire offices. Elster, hello, welcome. Good morning, Sandra. How are you today? Oh, I'm good. I'll just get you a little closer to that microphone. Is that okay? Much better. I know. It's it's weird sitting up on those tools, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you feel so high up. And yet you're not, really. Uh, uh, probably take you back to the days when you used to look through the windows at uh, those sitting in the Robock Hotel or oh, Continental. No, I never went there. <laughs> no, you would have been peeping. I was peeping at other people doing it. <laughs> yes, no, we didn't bother. We went to the lounge when we got older and was married, but we never went to the hotel much. Oh, I don't think we went to the hotel at all growing up. Broome was a very different landscape uh, growing up for you as it was for me. Uh, well, I'm so glad I was born here in Broome when I was born because in those days we were a community. Everybody knew one another. They all helped one another. If there was fundraising for a, a different club, everybody would get out and support it and fundraise. Uh, in those days it never came from the shy, it came from the people. So that's where I I find it difficult that people aren't fundraising anymore for their whatever they want in sports or recreation. It's so easy to go to the big mining companies now, isn't it? Yes, yes, mining, shire. And we've only got 8,000 ratepayers in this town, so we rely on a lot of donations and from um, the government, federal and state government, which is good. And they've been very good to Broome. big part of fundraising when I was growing up was done through gambling and money from Tong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Getting yeah. us through high school. Oh, or that too. Being a part of school excursions yeah. or having that extra treat. Oh, I can remember when I was 15, I... Oh, no, I was only 14, I think. I had to fundraise for um, the Child Mind Centre. And there were three of us, an orphanage girl, June Jan and myself. And I raised 8,000 pounds in those days. And I used to do house to house and all the luggers would come in and they'd donate money towards the Child Mind Centre. Little I knew, seven years later, I'd be using it myself, which was good. <laughs> but, you know, that was the community at those, in those days. And how has the community changed, you feel? 
I think we're, um, I think the community changed with not knowing your neighbours, something like Perth. You know, you live beside somebody for 50 years and you don't go out of your way to meet them or greet them or do anything. You sort of sit there and you think, wow, I'm living in suburbia Perth. And it's sad, really, because we're a population of 17,000 <laughs> and you don't... People ask me who I am half the time and I've been here for generations. But that's okay, you know. Ignorance is bliss. <laughs> Sometimes it, it's good because it, it's, it kind of saves us from ourselves, doesn't it, too? In the end of the day. Yeah, Nobody... well, it saves you expressing yourself to people you don't know, you know. So that's one way. But I go out of my way to get to know everybody because... I think everybody on this, we've been put on this earth by God and we we should be looking at living together and being together. Doesn't matter what colour or creed you are. Elsa, you've always represented the outer wards over the years. There's no outer wards this year. No, it's the change of the Minister of Local Judgment uh, government had changed it because um, <coughs> they, he thought that preferential voting was much better and that uh, everybody in the outer ward, Dampier ward, gets amalgamated in the town ward. So that's a sad part of it. And because of our representation on Shire, you don't get that Aboriginal representation that you would have if... Uh, I, I'll see the outcome of this meeting, uh, voting election. Uh, the outcome is you're going to have less and less Aboriginal people looking after the interests of Aboriginal people. That's how I feel. What's it been like over the years representing all of those art awards? Very hard because they didn't get much because they were government funded. But having their, having somebody in council made them aware what um, was proposed in their area or what's going on. So I think that's the most important thing that the outer ward representative could do is let them know what's happening around their area. What, what's been the, the, the hard yards with representation for uh, communities uh, that you can think of with changes? Oh, I think the hardest thing is not having or having a regional, Broome being a regional centre and everything's happening in Broome 
and with our people at Bidjidanga, when I'm Point Lombardina and Jarrigan, our dialysis machine and broom is overworked and they only got two at Bidji. I don't know about the others, but Bidjidanga has 39 people on dialysis and they've got two machines and they have to work four hours on one machine. So you only have, you can have four people a day, I suppose, unless you work 24 hours a day. But uh, it's hard. When you make something a regional centre, I, I, for me, with my housekeeping, I would put something in place before I ma made a decision of changing something to cater for the problems that that is out there. Do you feel that there could be a, a loss to our communities because of no representation separate for the outer ward? Well, I feel that I've lived a life. I've been on either side of life and I know what our people want to be, you know, be able to have the same treatment, be treated the same as everybody else. Yet I feel sometimes we're not treated the same. And equality is my best policy, you know. Everything should be equal in parks and gardens, in um, roads, housing, you know, poor income people in housing, be serviced the same as everybody else is renting a private home. You rent a private home, you get checked out every two months or every three months. State housing, I believe they don't have checked people checking them out. And I feel very sad because we've got a lot of vacant block and broom because no maintenance being done on the house, so the house is being pulled down. And I'm so scared that all our people will be shifted further out of town where, the shop, where they're not close to the shopping centres. And that's another reason why I want to be on council. And what would you like to see happen? I would like to see people get their homes checked frequently if they're living in state homes and uh, if there's maintenance to be done, get the maintenance done. If it's done by the people, find the people for doing it and get them to pay for it. If it's done normally in the, then the state houses is responsible and they maintain it so the people can stay in it because I know people that's lived in their homes for three generations and yet they've been told they had to get out because the house has been condemned and now they're living in little flats and they don't like it because they love their garden. 
What do you reckon is best for Broome's future? Industrialisation or oh tourists? <laughs> if I have to choose, I prefer choose tourism because at least tourism, it brings in money to the community, it creates job for our Aboriginal people and our, not just Aboriginal people, I'm talking about all people that live here, you know. I don't want to make it a racist comment I'm making. I believe that people that live here should be prioritising jobs and get off their backside and apply for it because we do have a lot of people from other countries working here. That's always been, though, a part of Broome's history, hasn't it, though? People from other countries. Well, our ancestors, you know, most of our ancestors come from overseas. Um, They married Aboriginal women, you know, um, because they didn't have um, the labour here. And the poor countries like the Philippines, Japan, China, Malaysia, Kopang, all these people that made our community many years ago um, were good people that came out here and married Aboriginal women and made it their home. But they worked hard and they sent money home to their families, but... They had no choice but to come out here and work. And lastly, Elsa, why did you decide to run? You're an elderly lady. You've done so much for this community. You've been a part of the fabric of Broome like it's on existence. Why continue? Well, I was told and outside the Shire the other day even, that I should retire and look at my twilight years, what I've got left to enjoy myself, go here and there. But I thought that was a bit cheeky, but never mind. I accept my age, but I always think... If I still got a brain between my ear and can make decisions that's going to benefit this community, I want to stand and better the community. But it's for all these young people that's coming up. Doesn't matter what colour they are, as long as they're long as they're not running amok, I think they should be counted in this community and take a role. I've rang around to see and I asked around this town to for young ones to stand up and be counted and be a counsellor and 
None of them took heed. Bijidanga, One Arm Point, Jarajan, Lambadina, Broom itself. No. And then I saw what was standing. I thought, no, I'm going throw my hat in the ring again because I'm... I'm, I don't get anything. How can I say it? I get fulfillment out of helping people. Somehow it makes me feel good and makes them good. So that's the only reason I threw my hat in because I like equality, I like people to if we're going to have lots of people here, I like to see they put in resources and infrastructure in the town. I'm not here just for something that's gone wrong that uh, I can't fix because it's a government policy and it belongs to another department that has nothing to do with the Shire. I'm just here to support what I can get the benefit for the community and that's my idea of standing again. Plus you can't keep a good woman down. Speak of which, how have you been campaigning? <laughs> oh, I went up to see all the countrymen at Vijidanga, Wadam Point, Garrigan, um, Beagle Bay, when I'm, yeah, I did the whole five communities, but the uh, electorate made it very difficult for us to go and be there. You know, I'm not just talking about myself, I'm talking about all the candidates that's standing because you've got um, one, um, Jarrigan and Lombardina, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, you've got Bijidanga. Then Thursday, you have to go to Beagle Bay and One Arm Point. So you're going up the coast, down the coast, up the coast, then back to Broome for the Sunday election. So it's made it, it's hard. A lot of money on fuel, cost a lot, but you know, I'm passionate about my community and I do it to let them know what's happening and when the election's on and, you know, what's, who's standing. So um, I think that's important for the people that make up our community. Elsa, it's been more than important for you to come in and join us. It has been a pleasure once again uh, bringing you back into the studios. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Sandra. Nice Elsa Sapoy, one of our community elders, a Yarra woman uh, through and through with the biggest uh, generous heart, uh, very, very family and community-minded, and uh, nothing has changed. What you see in here is what you get.